Welcome to the Land of Etheria. Season 1, The Shattering. Episode 21, The Windy Dwarf Celebration. Once upon a time, in the Land of Etheria, there was a Princess Nea and a Princess Lulu, and they went on the most amazing adventures. After restoring the land ruins, they had gotten word that the dwarves were planning a celebration and were going to honor the keepers of the Terranian crystals, mainly because it was Elephania, Potiphania, and Jacob, three dwarves, who were the keepers of the brown Terranian crystal. So they invited Princess Nea, Lulu, Joe, Darius, Princess Ellery, and lots and lots of other beings throughout Etheria. There were even some humans, like Princess Ellery and Darius, an ogre, like their friend Wall, fairies, like Flix and Springle, and others in the mix. And Princess Nea and Princess Lulu traveled far away, up to the north, past the dwarf mining camp, to the land of the dwarves. Now, as you may or may not know, dwarves live mostly underground in caves. But this day, they were having their celebration outside, in a big field that was surrounded by trees. And they had much food and drink and games outside for everyone to celebrate with. There was so much good food and things to do, you could hardly contain yourself. They even had music playing on fancy instruments. And the shadow man was there. And when he saw Darius, he gave his son a big hug. The party was going perfect. Everybody was celebrating until they started to hear and feel a huge gush of wind. Whoosh! And when everyone looked up, all the trees around the field were swinging in the wind, back and forth. And then all the tables and chairs started falling over. And then crash! Down came a huge tree in the middle of the party and knocked over the stage where the band was playing. And all the performers with their instruments went running back into the caves. Quick, everyone, shouted Ruby, the dwarf chief, into the caves of Wolfmond, where we can escape the wind. It's safe in there. We'll continue the party inside. When Nea and Lulu got to the caves, they were too late. A bunch of trees had fallen and blocked the way to the caves, and they couldn't get in. How are we going to get back down into the caves? asked Princess Ellery. If only we had some big, strong people nearby to help out, Nea thought. She immediately thought of the friendly ogre who had helped the dwarves before. The ogre who had accidentally knocked down the tower and then offered to fix it. She also thought of Ola, their friend, who was an ogre and very smart and helpful. In general, ogres and dwarves didn't normally get along. And to be honest, ogres didn't really get along well with any of the other species. At least that's what most people thought. Now, if Ola was there, she would have been sure to help. But she was on another adventure, finding the other temple runes, so she could heal the water across Etheria with Paul. But someone else was there. Wall, an ogre who had accidentally knocked down a tower and helped build it back, was there. He had heard about the celebration, and after making amends with the dwarves, came back often to spend time with them. In fact, he was on his own adventure to learn more about his long-lost family. Maybe I can help, Wall said, 
fixing his glasses and sizing up the trees. He had just now made it back to the caves, a little later than everybody else. Wall! yelled the crowd of dwarves, having become raving fans of the large ogre since getting to know him a little better. As he walked towards the fallen trees, the crowd parted, making a way for him. Wall was so much bigger than the dwarves that he towered above them. He started lifting the trees up and with the help of a few others moved them out of the way. Meanwhile, the wind continued to pick up, blowing everyone's hair in every direction and even throwing all the napkins and cups into the sky. Once the cave entrance was clear, everyone headed in and continued celebrating. Well, almost everyone. Wall found a table towards the back of the main hall and sat with a mug of grog, thinking about his long-lost parents. He had grown up an orphan in an ogre family and never knew his real parents or his family, or if he had siblings. Princess Nea and Lulu decided to join him and thank him once again for all of his help. When they sat down, Wall gave them a timid smile. It must be nice to know your family, he said. Well, kind of, said Nea, looking at her sister Lulu. Don't you know yours? Not really. I've never really felt like I belonged anywhere. I'm an orphan. And I don't really act like other ogres. What does an ogre act like? asked Lulu. Angry and mean? Wall just looked at Lulu and didn't answer. Everyone throughout Etheria knew what ogres and trolls were like. They all thought they were mean and angry all the time. Wall of Tracod, you are a kind, noble ogre, said Nea. Something that anyone should be like. Ogre, troll, dwarf, elf, or human. Wall perked up a bit and smiled. I just feel like if I found my family, it might make more sense. Who I am, how I feel inside. He looked cautiously around, then decided to ask the princesses a very special question. Have you guys heard of El as well? Nea and Lulu paused. They had, in fact, heard of it. Ella was an enchanted elf of long ago who ruled the elven kingdoms around Etheria. She was very wealthy and had three warrior children whom she loved dearly, and they rode on griffins around Etheria. The story goes that they went missing one day and were rumored to have been kidnapped. Ella was heartbroken and spent her days and nights weeping over her lost children. They say she did so much weeping that her tears created a pool of water outside her window, and that eventually there was so much water it sunk into the ground and created a well. When all hope was lost, Ella forged three magic coins from her most precious metal, a coin for each of her children and she promised to give one magic coin to whoever brought her children back to her safely. Legend has it that these coins, if thrown into her well, would grant their owner whatever they wished. But that was just an old elf legend, wasn't it? Kids all over Etheria shared that story 
in hopes of finding a magic coin and making a wish come true. Maybe if I found one of Ella's coins, I could find my long-lost family, Wall said. I could be reunited with them. And have whatever wish you made come true, Nea said, getting excited about what she might wish for. Wall looked around again, then pulled the princesses close. I've heard stories that the well is in the west, past the forest of forevermore. I would be careful what you wish for, said Ruby, walking up to the table. She'd been listening and decided to finally come over. I had a friend once, wished night and day for an amulet, the most beautiful amulet you've ever seen. In fact, I'd be lying if I didn't think twice about it for myself. But my friend, you see, he wanted nothing but this amulet and would do anything for it. Well, one day he finally got his wish, and I'll tell you three, it was nothing but trouble. This amulet, you see, it came with a curse. You think the coins are cursed? asked Lulu. I just know to be careful when handling matters of magic. Magic can be a powerful and intoxicating thing. You've got to be sure that your heart is pure. Magic can sense your motives. You've got to be sure of them. If you're not, the magic can change a person. That's why it's important to make sure those crystals find keepers with pure hearts. How do you know so much, Ruby? Asked Nea. Let's just say this isn't the first time I've seen the crystals or experienced magic. Your friend Ruby has seen quite a few sights in her days. She winked, and then she walked away. Wall of Tracod, I'd like to help you, said Nea. Me too, agreed Lulu. Wall smiled. I'd like that too. And I have something else to show you. It's how I might know where the well is, he said, pulling out of his pocket a blank piece of parchment. It's a map, he said, unrolling it and laying it out. But to them, it just looked like a blank page of parchment. It's not much now, but when you look at it in the moonlight, it shows you different things around Etheria. One night, I noticed a marking to the west of the forest of Forevermore. I think it was Ella's well. A few nights later, the well was gone, but something else called Griffin's Keep showed up to the west of Boxley Wild. Every few nights, something else shows up, then starts over again at the beginning of the month. That night, they agreed to head out to the cave with Wall and take a look at his enchanted map. And when they did, they were surprised to see an enchanted well just to the west of the Forest of Forevermore, just like Wall had said. Although they weren't quite sure about this next adventure, Princess Nea and Lulu couldn't help think about what they might wish for if Ella's well and her coins were in fact true. The End The Land of Etheria is produced by a father-daughter team and made possible in part to its supporting fans. It's contributions from fans like you that keep the adventure going.
If you enjoy The Land of Etheria and would like to see more episodes, please visit us at www.thelandofetheria.com and consider supporting the podcast. Thank you and have a great night.